Good morning, peacemakers. It's Dawn Stone, aka The Conflict Chick, here in episode 12, ready to talk to you about some really fun things. So let's talk about technology first and foremost. How many of you are actually using all of the tools that are out there to help you get your voice out, help you organize everything from your books to your schedules at the house? If you answered, yes, I am one of those people, I commend you because I am truly trying to navigate it all. So in terms of conflict, um, one of the things that I have found in my research and in my lived experiences is that all of us handle conflict in so many different ways. So take, for instance, this whole technology tour, right? We have everything from apps to, you know, location, to tracking devices on our phone, tracking devices that help you keep up with family members when they're away. It's just a lot to be connected. So today I want to talk about the conflict in connectivity. That is my topic for this week. So we talk about being connected. What does connected mean to you? Does it mean Being around people you know, love, or have to work with? Is being connected, being accessible to those that may need or want your your service or your care? The thing about connectivity, it's all of the above. So in a society that has moved from the basic corded telephone to now smartphones and apps, that pretty much can tell any and everything about someone, does that create conflict in your own mind, in your own life? So let me give you an example. Say today is Tuesday and you have a meeting literally via Zoom with uh, some colleagues from work. But you get an app, you have an app loaded on your phone and you notice that it keeps going off because you've forgotten about a doctor's appointment. So that notification comes in on your phone. And let's not forget Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and then anywhere else you're connected to people in this ecosystem of life. Those notifications all begin to beep. So what happens to your body in that time? What happens to your mind during this ordeal? What we are finding is that people are incredibly stressed due to connectivity. So if you take the average American just two years ago before the pandemic, average screen time was anywhere from 9 to 12 hours. Can I tell you that has increased by at least a minimum of two base hours? So now we're looking at anything from 10 to 16 hours connected. Wow. Now, when we talk about connectivity, connectivity is great. Yes. Until it starts affecting your health, your mind, and even your own soul. So for some people, a notification increases anxiety. If you're that person, the one thing I'm going to recommend for you today to reduce stress, turn those notifications off. 
Now, if you're like me and you're holding a smartphone at any time today, there's an app on there that will tell you how many hours you're spending on what they call screen time. My screen time is anywhere from nine to 16 hours. Ouch. So what that does is that releases all of these stressful hormones in my body because I feel that I'm missing out or need to be somewhere or supposed to be somewhere. I have this meeting and I turn around and go into another meeting. So my advice to people like myself and maybe you out there, if that sounds like you, I want to encourage you to schedule your downtime. So number one, turn off those notifications. Number two, schedule your downtime. And I want to recommend that you have downtime at a minimum of four hours per day outside of sleep. All right. So outside of sleep, because we all have the same 24. So if that means first thing in the morning, you need to dedicate time to yourself, which is how my schedule is set up. I have focused time first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, I'm doing my, my, my morning routine, my meditation, my prayers, my connecting spiritually, connecting to my body, connecting to my whole mind. Then I move around the universe, right? And only after that first hour do I pick up a phone like I did today and start recording or start answering emails or watch something of value on the screen whether it be my television or my phone, all right? So we've got those two things. And the third thing I want to leave you with today, in addition to turning off notifications, secondly, making sure that you schedule four, at a minimum, four hours of downtime in your 24-hour window, the last thing I'd like for you to do is to schedule your fun, (laughs) What do you mean by scheduling your fun? If you're going to be connected, make it an intentional connection. So scheduling for fun for me is scheduling my workouts, scheduling my lunch with my best friend, scheduling time with the kids, time with the loved one, schedule it. And what that does is that fills up your 24 hour window without all the extra connections or the extra distractions coming your way. How would you like to use your next 24 hours? How would you like to reduce your stress in those next 24 hours? Those three steps that I've given you today on this Teacher Tuesday in July will help you regain your balance, which is important. So if you added those times up, you've got four, one, and maybe an additional three, all right? So seven hours a day outside of sleep, you can actually schedule your life. So that way you remain in control of some things. You may not be able to control that toddler. You may not be able to control the workload in your environment, but you can control the amount of time and when you spend time in those arenas. I know it sounds simple, but I would really like for some of you to engage in this online dialogue and let me know how it worked for you. Because I will tell you, before I started this system over a year ago, when the pandemic first hit, I was a mess. I literally couldn't sleep for days at a time. 
because everyone was up. Kids were on a different schedule. My work totally went in a different direction. I was having to do Zoom calls and 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 follow up with people and 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 write curriculum and lead my my um, coaching groups all virtually, and it literally made me implode for a few weeks. So I literally sat down and did the work that I've just asked you to in those three steps. Turned off my notifications. I scheduled my downtime and I scheduled my fun. And I will tell you, it makes a difference. Not only in your body, but in your mind. I am down over 25 pounds. My my frowns have turned into smiles, which sometimes people say I can hear that over the phone. And my fun activity has finally re-entered the universe because I used to work all the time. So now with this business and also with my other work that I do for clients, I have balance. So I schedule everything from their administrative work that I do for them to my own work that I do for myself to promote education internally that I also do for my kids. I schedule and will schedule time with them individually and will also schedule time to cook. So whatever you need to do, a lot of times, my, my operations teacher said it best, structure determines behavior. So what is the structure in your life that you're willing to address in those three steps to help dictate the behavior of yourself and those in your world? All right. Well, I've taken your 10 minutes today. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you for listening. Please go over to my social media sites, follow, subscribe. I'm on YouTube as The Conflict Chick and as Dawn Stone Speaks. I am on Instagram as The Conflict Chick. I am on Facebook as The Conflict Chick. And I'm on LinkedIn as Dawn Bell Stone. And I appreciate you. And thank you for loving yourself. Have a great and wonderful day. Bye-bye.